Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we are reading the Bible in one year, and we're in reading in the book of Zechariah, chapters 13 and 14. We're at the end of Zechariah, two chapters. And Zechariah, the prophet, he was born in while the people were exiled, so he only knows being captured, being oppressed. He was born into it. So you can tell there's a humility and um, a, a longing to know who God is, a longing to have a relationship. I would imagine that these people were so humbled that um, it kind of reminds me of the young people today. They are, they're tired of looking in the worldly things because they're not being satisfied. So they're longing to know God. And Zechariah comes on the scene. He was probably young. Um, and he's sharing motivation and encouragement and trying to introduce spiritual things to these people. So I'm just going to read chapter 13 and 14. It's not very long. Versus summarizing. Why summarize? It's so good. Um, chapter 13. On that day, a fountain will be opened to the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and impurity. On that day, I will banish the names of the idols from the land, and they will be remembered no more, declares the Lord Almighty. I will remove both the prophets and the spirit of impurity from the land. I have to say something. We are not acknowledging, like we say, oh, that person has an anger problem, or that person has um, anxiety problem. No, no. They have a spirit problem. Some unclean spirit is tormenting them, and it needs to be removed, just like these sins are being cleansed. But Christians don't talk about it anymore. I will remove both the prophets and the spirit of impurity from the land. And if anyone still prophesies, their father and mother to whom they were born will say to them, you must die because you have told lies in the Lord's name. Then their own parents will stab the one who prophesies. Okay, that's a little extreme. Ouch. Ouch. On that day, every prophet will be ashamed of their prophetic vision. They will not put on the prophet's garment of hair in order to deceive. Each will say, I am not a prophet. I am a farmer. The land has been my livelihood since my youth. If someone asks, what are these wounds on your body? They will answer, the wounds are... I was given at the house of my friends. Okay, I don't know what that means exactly, to be honest. I probably would have dug a little deeper before I... Okay, I don't have a commentary because that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's okay. That's all right that I don't totally... Didn't get that part. Awake. Oh, we're moving down to verse 7. Awake, sword against my shepherd, against the man who is close to me, declares the Lord Almighty. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. In the whole land, declares the Lord, two-thirds will be struck down and perish, yet one-third will be left in it. This third I will put into the fire, and I will refine them like silver, and test them like gold. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say they are my people, and they will say the Lord is our God." Wow. <clears throat> it's like a remnant of refining. It's worth being refined. It really is because you come out with so much more powerful character. A day of the Lord is coming. 
Jerusalem when your possessions will be plundered and divided up within your very walls. I will gather all the nations to Jerusalem to fight against it. The city will be captured, the houses ransacked, and the women raped. Half the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be taken from the city. Then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations as he fights on a day of battle. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great valley with half of the mountains moving north and half moving south. You will flee by my mountain valley, for it will extend to Azel. You will flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come and all holy ones with, with him. So it seems historical, yes. How does it apply to us? Well, what is our stronghold? Are we being refined? I don't know. My spirit's kind of being stirred up right now on different things. So I can't really comment until I come to a place where I understand more. Um, And that'll happen to you. And that's such a great thing where your spirit is just pondering, questioning, um, thinking. That's such a good place to be. On that day, there will be neither sunlight nor cold, frosty darkness. It will be a unique day, a day known only to the Lord. Hmm. With no distinction. Wow, wow, wow. With no distinction between day and night. When evening comes, there will be light. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem half of it east to the Dead Sea and half of it to the west, to the Mediterranean Sea, in summer and in winter. The Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord and his name, the only name. What? So good. The whole land from Geba to Ramon, south of Jerusalem, will become like Arabah. But Jerusalem will be raised up high from the Benjamin Gate to the site of the first gate, to the corner gate and from the tower of Hananel to the royal wine press and will remain in its place. It will be inhabited. Never again will it be destroyed. Jerusalem will be secure. This is the plague with which the Lord will strike all the nations that fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet and their eyes will rot in their sockets and their tongues will rot in their mouths. Oh my gosh. What a visual. So the enemies that hurt his people, they will suffer. On that day, people will be stricken by the Lord with great panic. They will seize each other by the hand and attack one another. Judah too will fight at Jerusalem. The wealth of all surrounding nations will be collected. A great quantities of gold and silver and clothing. A similar plague will strike the horses and the mules, the camels and the donkeys and all the animals in those camps. Then the survivors from all the nations that have attacked Jerusalem will go up year after year, worship the king, the Lord Almighty, and to celebrate the festival of tabernacles. If any of the peoples of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord Almighty, they will have no rain. If the Egyptian people do not go up and take part, they will have no rain. The Lord will bring on them the plague he inflicts on the nations that do not go up to celebrate the festival of tabernacles. This will be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that do not go up to celebrate the festival of tabernacles. On that day, 
holy to the Lord will be inscribed on the bells of the horses, and the cooking pots in the Lord's house will be like the sacred bowls in front of the altar. Every pot in Jerusalem and Judah will be holy to the Lord Almighty, and all who come to sacrifice will take some of the pots and cook in them, and on that day there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord Almighty. What do you think? We just read chapter 13 and 14. I don't know what your spirit is feeling, but my spirit is definitely like, I don't know if I'm awestruck. I'm not sure. Um, But wow. I don't know if I want to dig deeper, if I have questions. A lot of, you know what it feels like in my spirit? A lot of twists and turns and rolling hills thoughts not a straight line i love that all right that was the last two chapters of zechariah we read it completely but wow wow prophetic insight into jesus the messiah but also applying to what already happened but also applying to what's currently happening with them but then how does it apply to our life and then it's talking about the spirit unclean spirits that cause us to sin that are holding on to us like a stronghold and how God releases that sin and then how God fights our battles you know how we always hear that God will fight your battles there's even songs about that but it's true because Christians you know oftentimes they think you're supposed to be nice like Jesus um Live a life like Jesus. Be ready for battle because you never know when God's going to say it's time. Until he says it's time, he will battle for you in the spirit realm. Who's he battling against? Unclean spirits. Things that Satan put in front of you. Things that people coming against you. Because there will be favor on your life. That's what I mean by my spirit has twists and turns and rolling hills. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Okay. All right, my friends, that was chapter 13 and 14, the very end of Zechariah. Oh my gosh. Only one more episode, and we are done. We are done with Kingdom.think podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do after this. We shall see. Um, okay. That's it. Have a great day, and I shall see you soon.